This podcast contains adult materials with descriptions some listeners may find distressing. This episode contains descriptions of rape. Hi. Hello. Good day. Or night, if that's when you happen to be listening. As the actress once said to the bishop, my name is Gary, Gary Strange. And believe it or not, I live in London. I am a citizen of London. The deportation crew still haven't found me. (laughs) Probably because I just so happen to live in the sewers. I am currently residing in the rather ramshackle tunnels of Paddington's sewer system. It is quite slippery down here due to the disregarded train grease, tar, and oil. I'm not going to lie. I have had more than one accident due to the treacherous chemical reaction of flatulence and gasoline. The Paddington train station crew should be ashamed of themselves for funneling down so much waste into holes they know nothing about. It's embarrassing to admit that sometimes I slip and fall over due to their ignorant polluting. It is not a pretty sight. On the upside, having seen me like this on more than one occasion, Justin Trudeau has kindly invited me to several of his costume parties. That man is a benevolent dreamboat. But catalog model prime ministers aside, I urgently need to convey to you the importance of London. London and its residents. The world over should revere Londoners as I do. Blimey, they are pucker. I'm not just saying that. They have a lot to offer. Besides their general lack of humanity towards their fellow man, woman, trans person, non-binary individual, or unidentified flying object. As you know, living in London sewers has its benefits. I hear things other people don't. I hear things other people miss. You know me by now. I'm Gary. Remember? We are almost friends. Friends tell each other secrets, don't they? Sometimes friends tell secrets that aren't theirs to tell. I'm not that kind of friend. But if I were, I would tell you this one story that might just break you inside. Just a little bit. I heard it through an open street drain in the outskirts of Borough Market. This lady... She was a firecracker. You could tell she was wild. But it's clear she had the biggest heart of anyone I have ever tape recorded. Some people might say she was prone to mischief. Some people might say she had it coming. But I say she was simply a lost soul like me. Perhaps even like you. Desperate to connect. Desperate for a friend. All she was trying to do was find her way around this cantankerous orb we call home as it spins through the dark loneliness of space, 
space, space. We've got Stravinsky's Rite of Spring blasting now and everyone's morphed into monkeys. They're bouncing off the walls, climbing across the ceiling, shitting onto each other's faces from a distance so nobody knows who shit it is. I can feel my tail growing longer and longer, fatter, hairier. I've got the biggest tail of them all. Here I am at the helm of this rave in Florence, Renaissance capital of the world, and I'm thinking, I'm creating art here. I'm the original Renaissance man, just with tits and a tail. I'm Hieronymus Bosch. The monkeys are eating their own heads. Knives are jutting out their ears. Flutes are being stuck up everyone's arses. Pigs are bobbing about in non-headdresses. Insects on ice skates are skimming along the ceiling. There's chariot-adorned demons dancing about, their heads covered in baby owls. Who invited the baby owls? I realize I may have taken too much. Maybe none of this is even real. Am I just staring at a grimy old fresco painted by some grimy old dead geezer? Then I think, fuck it, let's take another tab. And I grow two more legs. No, wait a minute, those legs belong to Mrs. Pounding. What the fuck is she doing down there? I feel her wide, gurning mouth sucking on my ever-expanding pussy. She opens me wider and fits her whole head in my muff. I can feel her teeth as she starts eating my internal organs. Hey, slow down, chick. I might need those for later. Oh, it's starting to feel good now. She's chomping on my small intestine and I'm starting to feel tingly. She's sucking on my pancreas like it's about to pass its expiry. I'm feeling lightheaded. She's chewing on my kidneys, licking up my liver, slurping on my stomach line and gorging on my gallbladder. Oh my good lord. She's in my spleen. My fucking spleen. Suck on it, you goddess monkey woman. Suck on it. Suck on my fucking spleen! And then I grow wings. I'm flying round the room, and I can see them all, way down below. Louise Pinkerton, second trombone, is humping the sculpture of Poseidon, using his trident as a foot grip. Get in there, Louise. You show that oceanic prick who's boss. Charlie Crookshank, first violin, he's shoving his bow down his own throat like a sword eater. Mr. Pounding, our conductor, is just wanking into an ancient Greek pot, elaborately decorated in horses. You must really like horses. The whole junior orchestra's here, and we are on it. Teacher on teacher, teacher on student, student on techie, techie on sound equipment. Everyone's tripping balls. It's a beautiful thing. I feel my wings stretching at the seams. They double in size. I'm too big for this room. I'm too big for this world. I gotta get out. I gotta leave these underlings behind. I burst through the ceiling. Bricks and mortar tumble at my sides, hitting most of the monkeys on the noggin. See you later, suckers. I'm out in the fresh Italian air and realize I'm on a mission. I gotta head for Saturn. So I soar upwards and my wings turn into jetpacks. 
then, before I know it, I'm 18 and I've got a place at the Royal Northern College of Music to play principal double bass. Fucking ace. This is a big deal. I'm the first person in my family, me, JJ Prangley, to go to uni and actually make something of myself. I can get the fuck out. I can look after myself. I'm going to hit it big. I have the talent. There's nothing stopping me but myself. Freshers week, I'm having a blast. Sucking, fucking, tooting, popping, rubbing, ramming, rimming, coming, and that's when I meet Georgia. The beauty. Proper lesbian. The real deal. Plays double bass like me. Not as good, mind, but she has a work ethic like you wouldn't believe. Georgia pushes me to be myself more. Drink more, toke more, fuck more, vomit more, make more mischief. She's super generous. When she buys herself one pint, she'll buy me too. I love Georgia. I really do. But we don't delude ourselves we need a monogamous relationship. Just because we're together doesn't mean we have to keep our eyelids down every time some curves walk by. We hunt together. Proper lionesses. It's handy Georgia's fit with a capital Fuck me! I'm proud she can pull in a crowd. It bags me some sweet grade A fish flaps. We start having these fortnightly pussy parties back at ours. One time, it's me, Georgia, Sally from the singing department, Betty, the older cleaner from our dorm, and a new girl, Emma, flautist, can apply a beautiful, even, constant pressure. So we're having it. The plastic sheets are on the floor, the MDMA's doing the rounds, along with Emma's tush. But I'm just not feeling it. It's too routine. I dip my tongue in George's ear and say, Why don't we invite that lovely design student Crispin over? What the fuck are you saying? Inviting a man over here? No pricks allowed. Those are the rules. She's fuming while coming up from the molly, which is never a pleasant sensation. So she stuffs her face full of Betty's minge and ignores me for the rest of the night. Won't forgive me for a week. Have to buy her a big bag of Charlie and a new leather strap-on just to make up for it. Those things don't come cheap. I carry on partying in the second and third years, but Georgia slows right down. Fuck it. I'm having the time of my life. Julia, at the bus station, pissed out my mind. Una, conductor in training, music cupboard. Tie-dyed t-shirt girl. Sands nightclub, proper dinge, had my stomach pumped. Darlene, back of littles, stone cold sober. Shahina, out in the woods, coming down from Ket. Barbara, very thrushy. Samantha, toilet in Mackie D's, on shrooms, taser. Met them on the Pentecostal church steps, going through the DTs. Felt sorry for them. All the while, Georgia's taking herself way too seriously. She's up and out the house by nine, hangover be damned. I wake at one hanging. Final year exams are coming. Agents, composers, conductors all coming to see our final year show. I'm on E most nights. Do a bit of practice here and there. Nothing like Georgia. She is manic. They all are. Forget how to have a good time. I don't perform in the end. Georgia advises me not to. Doesn't want me to embarrass myself. Fair enough. It isn't my thing anymore. I've moved on. 
I watch her from the audience. The best player by a country mile. That's what the conductor from BBC Philharmonic says. Tells Georgia she has an audition the next day. She goes for the audition and doesn't come back. Try calling her. Doesn't pick up. Have to resort to calling her dragon mother. We hate each other. Though to be fair, she hates all living things. After 15 tries, she answers... Georgia doesn't want to talk to you, JJ. She's binned you. Stop calling. Line goes dead. All Georgia's unclaimed stuff in our flat. It could have been me with that audition. And now, I just... I'm here. With what? I don't know what to do with myself. So I end up binging on cock. Mario, overweight. Fabian, submissive. Tonda, liked his anus sucked. Maximiliano, couldn't understand a word. Vincente, broke his glasses. Demir, anorexic, all knees and elbows. Matisek, loved the good ball gag. One hand surge, surprisingly good with his hand. Xavier, no body hair. Jesse, super sexy. Tyson had to shove my tit in his mouth to shut him up. Norman, Mormon, Dominic, gangrene as Japs eye. That night with Dave. <laughs> Fuck, that was heavy. Almost forgot about that. Couldn't piss for a week after. Shat my pants, though. Yeah. I'm on my period and methadrone. I'm at the takeaway. Been here two and a half hours. I've eaten my chicken madras at the counter, but I'm not ready to go home. I start calling everyone I know, but no one's picking up, and I'm leaving off my nut messages that even I wouldn't respond to. This bloke comes in and starts ordering a thousand curries. I eyeball him. He eyeballs back. I say... So what are you having for your main course? Vindaloo, but I'll have you for my pudding. (laughs) This is Dave. He's a bit of a joker, and I like that. I twirl my hair on my index and wave my falsies at him. I'm not spending another fucking night on my own watching Game of Thrones for the twelfth time than rubbing one out. So here I am at Dave's. He's having a quiet night in with the lads. They're roofers. We're having a couple of beers and a few laughs, and Dave's starting to look a little better than just all right. He grabs me and pushes me into the toilet with him for a sneaky bit of coke, just between us two, special-like. He's snorting and chatting, telling me he really wished he'd pursued his dream of becoming a veterinarian, specializing in canine dentistry. He's always been fascinated by the jaws of dogs. It's just a bit sweet, caring for their dental well-being and all that. We're snogging, and he pulls me down, anchors my face to his dick. I'm sucking on it, as you do, and while I'm down there, I spy a box of Boots' own tampons by the toilet bowl. Maybe I can borrow one after we finish. His mate, Joe's outside, yelling he needs to lay a brick, and we open the door, and Dave's like, I'll dare you to do it in front of us, Joe. It'll be worth a line of Charlie. Now Dave and I are watching Joe take a shit for some gack. He's about to flush, and Dave's like, Leave it. 
My head's pushed, and then two seconds later, I'm sucking on Joe's cock. It's short, stubby, shaven, itchy, well, not nice. My knickknacks are yanked to my ankles. Dave Long thing goes right up my glory hole. I'm being spit-roasted. The door's wide open, yet the room's still smelling like shit. All Dave's mates can see what we're up to. They're all taking turns now, and I'm telling them, for fuck's sake, put a Johnny on. But they don't, and I can't make them, so I just carry on. Dave's uncle in my minge. Dave's cousin in my mouth. Dave's mate Dave in my arse. Dave's flatmate Bill wanking onto my hair all in one toilet. It's a tight old space. The turds staring up at me from the bottom of the bowl. I can hear the football in the background. Man U 2, Arsenal 1. Fucking hate football. Dave's dealer comes round about 3 a.m. He has a go as well. Massive cock. Can't get it in me, even with all the elasticity from the other boys. So I just suck him off while Dave's mate Phil rims me. I think I'm cut round the anus because it's starting to sting now and his tongue's making me itch. The dealer gives me an extra line of Charlie free of charge. Nice one. There's cum and blood all over the floor, so I go to mop it up while I'm still getting fucked up the arse, but all I can find is this purple face towel with pretty as a princess hand embroidered on it. I don't want to ruin the towel. Someone spent a lot of time on that stitching, so I think, fuck it, I'll use my sleeve. More ket, more coke, more cock. 4.30 and the lads get peckish, order kebabs, but don't eat them. The delivery guy tries to fuck me too, but can't get it up. His name's Junsa, softly spoken, wonky eye. My head's in a wobble. I've had enough. Junsa gives me a backy home on his bike, makes him late to his next delivery. He's fuming. Well, tell him he shouldn't have offered me a lift then. Calls me a dirty slag with no respect for myself or my family's reputation. Well, fuck you, limp dick, and fuck your family while you're at it. I'm home. It's seven in the morning. I'm sore. I'm bleeding. Not as much as before, but I can feel it. I'm staring at the fungal wallpaper and I'm starting to sober up. I think maybe I'm not taking care of myself. Maybe something's wrong, but I don't know what. Then my phone rings. My fucking phone rings. It's Crispin. How you doing, chick? Haven't heard from you since college. You want to come over and say hello? I don't think my frame can handle another man entering me. I think one of my nips is torn, but he interrupts with... You've got to come to me workshop. I'm making latex fetish gear. You're gonna love it. Come on, lass. Come over. I'll let you try me blowtorch. So I do. And I have a blast. Like proper good clean fun. Turns out Crispin's super gay and celibate now. So I feel really safe. He starts training me. He needs a hand, all right. He's got more customers than they have perversions. I become his business partner. Crispin needs me. I am useful. And you know what? I'm fucking loving it. It's the first time I've ever made any real money. I get to use my hands, and it's a bit creative. Now that I'm working full-time, I try to calm down on the old partying and that keep my narcotics on the down low. Masturbating more. It's keeping me chill. 
I have an epiphany one night after a good poke. I'm going to die alone. I hadn't thought of that. No. It's all right. Being alone? It's not so bad. I start to feel good about myself. I'm out running errands down the DIY shop, and there's this new woman behind the counter. We get talking. Her name's Virginia. She's Jason's wife, the owner. But unlike him, she doesn't smell like a broken-down fridge. Virginia says they're looking for someone to fill their spare room. Crispin's new celibate boyfriend has been giving me the evils, so I fancy a change. I like Virginia's vibe. She's got her feet on the ground. She's funny, friendly, and has the devil's laugh. The night I move in, I'm lying on this cramped single bed that's making my skin itch. Is that a bed bug? The door opens. Virginia's silhouette appears. Can I come in? She sits at the foot of the bed and immediately starts weeping. Being a mum is too hard. She doesn't love Jason. She doesn't even like him. She doesn't want to work in the DIY shop till she drops down dead from inhaling too many wood chippings. She wants to be a psychodynamic art therapist. I think that's a great idea. I tell her she should do whatever she likes. She asks if she can be held. Just for a moment. I hold her. Her hot tears hit my bare shoulder, trickling down into the pool of my elbow. They warm me. Her hair and face are plastered in snots, but she's beautiful. She nuzzles into my neck. Her pupils dilate. Her lips swell. She moves to kiss me, and I'm like, hold up, hold up, hold up. I don't do that kind of thing no more, especially when their partner's asleep next door. I'm a changed woman. She stares at me, nods, smiles. Sorry. She leaves. But she comes back the next night, and the next, and the next, just to be heard, just to be held, just to cry. I realize I'm releasing something in Virginia. I am a genuine comfort. I can help her. One night, I let her kiss me. Slowly. One night, I let her touch me. Gently. One night, I let her fuck me like the filthy little whore she is. That's it. That's it. That's her son. We get caught by her four-year-old who's wet the bed. Virginia says she needs me. She needs an escape. She leaves Jason. She leaves the DIY shop. She leaves her son. She takes out a loan and enrolls in a psychology course at Manchester University. She's taking control. We move in together. It's a one-bedroom dump at the wrong side of Rochdale. But it's our dump. It's just Virginia and me. We're going to make a go of it. Like a proper long-term thing. Why not? Doing the grocery run, cooking dinner, taking out the bins. The normal stuff. The pleasant stuff. The blow-your-brains-out-this-is-so-boring stuff. 
that this would be so much better if I was high stuff. The why do Virginia and I only have three sex positions stuff. The what I would do to stick my tongue in that girl's anus stuff. The one line of gag will be fine. It's only one line stuff. The who the fuck can I call it this time of night to get me some drone stuff. I got the itches. I couldn't help myself. Rio burnt her toes off in a house fire. Molly, Thai weed dealer, used to drive around in her little red Skoda delivering all night. Janice, my oldest by far. 97 and a right uppity bitch. Badge in great shape. Really furious for it. Greta, Baldike, Axel, small man's complex. Omar, no distinguishing qualities whatsoever. Alina, Sket, Ket, Muff, Ella, Bella, Drone, Anal, Sainsbury Zone, Margaret, Licks Up, Fuck, MD, MD, Leftover Guinness on the Street, Beecham's All in One, Dodgy Dentist, Root Canal, Reach Around, Come on Hair, Come on Face, Come on Teeth, Dripping Down Throat, Can't Swallow, Snort, Snort, Night Nurse, Day Nurse, Sneaky Joint and Cubicle. Sanjeev, Clive, Roxy, Club and Shingford, Mescaline, Whatsits, Shrooms, Snow, Calpel, lovely peas and mash, and with that thick, gloopy gravy, it's to die for. Black Mamba, Bombay Blue, Jacob, Brian, Tommy, Molly, 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 Liquid X, Crack, why am I doing this? You know why you're doing this. Shut the fuck up. Crank it up, 70s night. Toot, toot, people all over the world. John Hands on the love train, the love train. Got off kebab. Blowjob on the coach for some spliff. Yellow sunshine, blue heaven, Tiziana, Roberto, prawn cocktail, balloons, doubles, speed bump, doggy, face to face, face to arse. Arse to mouth, slamming now, jamming now, rimming now. Shit on my tongue, shit on my shirt, shit on my glasses. I don't wear glasses, squat. Bit of smoke, bit of throat, deep throat, on top, on bottom. Can't breathe, can't feel, edge of heaven, stuck in a pram. Man trap, manhole, tight squeeze, lust and thrust. Happy birthday, you fucking cunt. Organ grinder, carpet burn, carpet muncher, cock sucker, kneel and wait, lap, love, fall down, get back up. Cats everywhere, the spoons, the rub, the rodeo, smack it, smack it. Good. Gag, have a puke, have a toke. Ket, 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 ket. Sket, 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 sket. Drone, 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 drone. Try to smoke a fag. Try to drink some water. Palpitate. Convulse. Dark. Deaf. Quiet. Calm. Perfection. I was 11 years old when I found this big dead bird on the road. I brought it home to impress my brothers. They said it was an eagle owl, and if I stuck my finger up its arse, it would really impress them. So I pushed my whole hand up there, like I was on Sesame Street, fisting Big Bird. They laughed at me, then went outside to play football. I couldn't get my hand out. It was properly stuck. But you know what? I felt really connected. I'm good with my hands. Always thought I'd make a great baker. I like waking up early. I'd like to live in the countryside. Somewhere quiet. Where you can really listen to your own thoughts. Have you ever wanted to do that? Really listen? 
I haven't. But I'm going to have a go. What's stopping me? I think it's all going to change for me. I can feel it in my bones. It's a whole new life from here on in. Right? Right? Sex is written, performed, and produced by Natasha Sutton Williams. The director is Phoebe Ladenberg. The executive producer is Christopher Hawk. The sound designer is Matthew McGinnis. The music consultant and pianist is Morgan Hayes. The studio director is John Wakefield. The double bassist is Lon Fawn Law. The original music is composed and performed by Natasha Sutton Williams. <laughs> <laughs>